Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. Okay, we got like one more week. That's vacation time. So we just got to... Yeah, man. You got to grit your teeth, get through it. Get your shit done. It's Christmas. And see your fat ass for a week. <laughs> yeah, man. TV. Pray Santa don't bring you no coal. Eh, I don't give a shit. Unless you're investing in coal, because that might be good. <laughs> you can burn coal for heat. It's actually a gift. Yeah, for those of you in Europe, you might need it. <laughs> At any rate. Ah, oh, man. Shin Ultraman was, like, way different than Shin Godzilla. Same basic thing, but, like, a weird... Uh, way different. A weird tone shift. And it wasn't weird in a bad way. It was weird in a hilarious way. <laughs> I actually like. I it think each movie... Quite a bit more. ...echoed the tone of the original product. Because original Godzilla was serious was gritty, as a heart yeah. attack. Yeah, like the 1954 Right. One, now, or... you know, a lot of the stuff since then is not, but... And Ultraman was always wacky, so anyway. Uh, hilarious. Anyway, so we're going to go over that later. Um, shows we watched this week. We finally finished the last season of Dota Dragon's Blood. Yep. Talk about that. Um, what was that thing you were going to talk about? I'm going to talk about All of Us Are Dead. Oh, you know, yeah. I know I'm a year behind, but the goddamn show is 12 episodes and an hour piece, so please forgive me. You're a better man than I because I just gave up. Yeah. I can't deal with zombie shows that don't involve guns in any way. I got thoughts about it. Go we'll do bad. that. Uh, all the shit we watched this week. Stuff's starting to wrap up. Yeah. Yep. But before that, duh news. Mad right. news. Duh news. Tons right. of news. I'm going to start out with the, to me, the biggest news, nearest and dearest to my heart, but it's video game news. So You big. probably don't give a shit. So big. Um. So from software. Sometimes I give a shit. Who just... You know, came out with Elden Ring, Dark Souls, Sekiro. They're crushing it. You can't stop Bloodborne. Them. So the next game. Fucking which printing has printing money. Which has been rumored for a while. They're going back to Armor Core, boys. Back to Mecca. Classic. So Armor Core 6 fires RumorCon. It looks fucking awesome. It's going to be out on every goddamn cons- console. <laughs> console. <laughs> it's on the high console. All the, yeah. Xbox. It's even going to be on the old shit. PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS5, all the stuff. So. I mean, everything but the Switch. Sorry, Switch. It's just, you, I love the Switch, but it, it it does a different thing. That's the way the Switch is, though. Yeah, it does a different thing, which is fine. Anyway, it's coming out. If it, I cared, I'd buy something that's not It looks Switch. awesome. Um, It looks like it was, uh, Miyazaki worked on it in the beginning, um, and then obviously got dragged into doing Elden Ring stuff, because this has been in development for a long time. And then they dragged in uh, Masaru Yamamura, uh, who did Sekiro. So it's in good hands. Um. It's not, you know, Dark Souls 2 here. So it looks really cool. Go check it out. I mean, it's obviously a different style game, but oh God, I love Armor Core, man. It's so cool. So cool. And FromSoft knows what they're doing. So it's got the robots. Go check it out. There's a really cool trailer out there. It's everywhere. So you can find it. And yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, moving on to a different video game franchise. Another legendary video game director, Hideo Kojima, even if. I have some issues with Kojima, but he's done some really cool shit over the years. Um, so Death Stranding, which was, you know, really cool, but really boring, um, is getting a movie. <laughs> That'll be really cool, really boring. From Hammerstone Productions, who <laughs> did uh, that new Bill and Ted. They did Barbarian, which we haven't watched yet. We'll probably watch that at some point. But Everybody uh, keeps yapping about it. Yeah. I mean, we watched uh, the last one that was similar, which was not Insidious, but... Uh, it's a name like that. I do not God remember. damn it! it now Insidious is stuck in my it head. It was like a generic word. It was it was a lot better than that. Um, anyway, uh, it's you know so it's a legit kind of horror movie level studio for the U.S. Um, so who knows if they'll have the budget to do what they want to do? Um, I don't know who's going to be in it. It would be funny if it's all the people that... Because the game uses actual actors and it does scanning and voices and stuff. So if it's all the same people, that'll be interesting. Like, I don't know, just cutscenes, whatever. They also announced Death Stranding 2, so they're doing that. I don't know. There's a lot of Death Stranding. So if you like Death Stranding, good news. There's a whole hell of a lot more of it coming. Good news, it's happening. Um, 
Yeah. That's it. All right. So, this is something we've been talking about for a while, especially with Chainsaw Man. Like, really hyped for this one. Uh, Kaiju number eight. Yeah, those are like the two big manga that they were adapting. So, there's finally a visual out. There's finally a video out. There's a teaser out. We got a... I need to be teased. We got an animation studio, so production IG. So, very good. It'll no be, complaints. It'll be real slick. Here's the bad news. Um... 2024 oh man i'll be old by then <laughs> yeah so unfortunately it's going to be a while uh so hyped you know i'm definitely going to check this stuff out but it's going to be a while yeah you guys have to grind it out i'll rein in my hypeness there'll be plenty of stuff in the interim oh yeah there's plenty of stuff but 2024 when's that next hathaway coming out yeah for christ's sake all right so Moving on. So Ease. So this is a Wise or whatever you want to call it. This is a video game series that's been going on for forever. It's always been one of those kind of niche series. Kind of a bit of an action RPG, most of them. Um, And it's just... It was always one of those kind of legendary titles. Like when I was younger, you know, for Super Nintendo and whatever else. Right, PlayStation, whatever. Um, So there's a new entry coming out. Ease Nordic. So apparently... Everybody's getting in on the Viking Steez. Uh This one is coming out on the Switch and the PS4 and PS5, uh, and it's coming out in 2023. Uh, the image I bring it up because one, it's kind of a legendary series, and it's, you know, it's kind of interesting that they're crossing over with uh, Viking stuff. This is the tenth entry, well, tenth main entry in the series. Uh, the visual for it looks really goddamn cool. So I don't think there's a video out yet, but the image for it looks really cool. Um, it's coming out next year. Go Google it up. Check that out. Search it up. Don't give Google your money or your data. Uh, but anyway, New Ease game looking cool. All right. So speaking of manga adaptations, so we talked about Kaiju number eight, Ranger Reject, uh, which looks cool. I didn't really realize what this was, but it's a Sentai manga, so I'm in already. Oh yeah, I read about that earlier um, today. It is getting an anime ad- adaptation, so it'll probably be a while. Once again, um, if they haven't even started yet, it's going to be a while. Yeah, I don't know. It, Japan's weird. Sometimes they tell you shit and it's like 2024. Yeah, you know, it's forever. And sometimes they tell you shit and it's like, oh, it's coming out next season. And you're like, okay. Yeah, it's like, whatever. Um, images from it look cool. Looks appropriately Sentai. Looks a bit like um, uh, Magic Ranger. Oh, yeah. The the magic one. Yep. Um, which was, I don't know, I like that one. I think that's literally the only Power Rangers toy I ever bought. <laughs> was right. the yeah. Zord I ever bought was the magic one because it had a freaking ridiculous wizard hat. Like, really did. This is the best mech ever. It's got a wizard hat. Um, How can you go wrong? It looks cool. And then one of the, I don't know if this is an extra ranger or a villain, but looks like Shocker, kind of. So, you know, There's usually there. that random like extra sentai guy that pops in you know what i mean yeah like uh Abari killer you know just an extra guy uh but yeah it could be very well could be so anyway i, I bring this up for two reasons one because it looks cool and it'll be a cool anime but two there is a manga out there already so if you're into that i would say go check it out because it looks pretty neat um yeah look forward to that whenever that comes out it doesn't have a date on this one so we shall see but the manga's out there so go check it out all right, so we got another adaptation uh, of a classic anime. This one makes a hell of a lot more sense than most of them, but it's still going to be on Netflix, so who knows if it'll be any good. Um, so they're adapting City Hunter. At least that makes sense. To what? Uh, live, action? live action, yeah. Oh, God, I'm having so many feelings right now. Right? Now, it's a Jap- it looks like it's a Japanese studio doing it. That would probably- and Netflix is just buying it, so it's not like it looks like that's easily translated into live action, though. You know, yes, I mean? it's just got that kind of cyberpunk and it's been dressing. It's been adapted into live action all over the place, right? Like it's just a cop show, Hong Kong stuff, South Korea. You know, it's all over the place. Um, we'll see how it turns out, but again, this does look like one that is. It's like a Japanese studio doing it, Japanese writing it, and then. It'll just be on Netflix, so I have more faith in that 
than I do in something like Cowboy Bebop that was Western and got yeah corrupted. No, I, I trust them to not fuck up their own thing. So, I mean, we'll see. But it is the kind of thing that's a lot easier to adapt. It's kind of strange it's a live action movie because there's a lot of City Hunter. Like you figure they do Shit a series. Shit ton of City Hunter. You would easily turn that into a series. Yeah. But maybe, maybe that's if, the plan. Maybe yeah. Do a maybe movie. if they do a movie and it works out, they'll do a series. Yeah. yeah. So this or you know I should have brought up Kenshin. That's the real analog right like Kenshin was one of those things yeah it was on Netflix the last two anyway but like that was made in Japan it was great so hopefully it's yeah. more it's more similar to that and yeah looks cool there's one image of it out there it looks City Hunter-ish I mean the main character is never going to look as broad-shouldered and ridiculous <laughs> as epically beefcake <laughs> as the anime but sorry Japan that's just not gonna happen all right moving on they don't have Chad's Chad enough to play that guy. <laughs> yeah, different kind of Chad, right? Uh, so Battle Operation 2, Mobile Suit Gundam, Battle Operation 2. Uh, it is going to come out on Steam next year. So this is, it's basically, I mean, it is a free-to-play game. Um, I believe it is out on PS5 now. Um, Or maybe this is... Yeah, I don't know. I can't keep straight all these, like, team shooter, Gundam, yeah. first-person games, so I don't know which one this is. I don't play any of them because I'm not a big online games guy, um, even though they do look cool, and it's Gundam. So Battle Operation 2 is coming out, so if you're into that, go check it out. It is coming out on Steam. A lot of people got Steam. Um, Yeah, hopefully hopefully it'll be pretty good. See how it goes. All right. Uh. This is another one. This is just a. This is more of a public service announcement that there is. It's only one image, um, but there is an image out for Doctor Stone three. It is coming out in twenty twenty three. Nice. So you won't have to wait too much longer to see it. Um, I'm looking to it. They say it's spring of twenty twenty three. So hopefully it's just right after the season. We'll be good to go. Uh, looking forward to that one a lot. Um, and like I said, there's one image you can look up. It's cool, but I'm more excited about it just to start. Make it happen. The OVA was a nice, like, wet your whistle, keep me interested. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was basically, like, two to three episodes just stuck yeah, together, Yeah, I like which when they fine. do that, that, you know, you yeah. just get, like, a little taste. So you don't keep you going. About it. Well, it was like the, well, I mean, that was a little more production value thrown into it, but it's like the Mugen train. Yeah, exactly. Right, similar. Although, God. Nowhere near is like gut punchy. Damn you, Mugen Train! Stop killing so many. The guys. Flame Hasher was so cool, man. Anyway, he was too based to live. Way too based to live. So I'm gonna solve a puzzle for you. Um, Thank God. They are releasing some videos from the new arc of. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Which is coming back soon. <laughs> Oh, okay, because they really kind of just never finished. Because you were talking about the cliffhanger. Um, it wasn't really a cliffhanger. It's just like there. Sh- it felt like there should be one more episode. It was weird. It's literally the next season, so it's January fifth, January sixth. Well, because it was. It said it was twelve episodes, but there was only eleven, and I've been just waiting for that. <laughs> I guess they're just like they cut it in half instead of doing a whole season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, good because that was pissing me off. Yeah. So it's. It's coming back out. Hopefully, it will solve all your issues. No, that's fine. It'd be good to go. I was just like wicked confused as to why it ended abruptly without. Yeah. So that's something for you to watch next season. Without tying a bow on that shit. For sure. Good. All right. So another thing. I'm pleased. Um, we've said this before. There is a Dinozenon Gridman crossover film Hell coming. Yeah, I can't wait. In advance of it. Like they do a lot. They are doing a movie for each series, like a compilation movie. Oh, that's cool. I'm not always I'm not into compilation movies just because watch the series, but if you're not sure or you just want to catch up. Yeah, it's a good uh get yeah. toes wet, man. You check it out. And honestly, they're what, twelve episode series? Yeah, they're not long. So like regular season. Could that sound to a movie, it's it's not gonna be the best thing, but that's not the worst. It's not like the you know, it's a twenty six episode series and you crammed it into a movie. It's like that yeah, really an hour work. and a half or something. Um so they're gonna have a limited release in cinemas. Um, in January in Japan, and then you know the the movie, the crossover movie, the new one is going to be out in March. So I'm stoked. I don't. I mean, it'll probably be more like end of next year by the time we get it over here in the West, um, unless someone fans subs it. But just because it takes forever, yard right? To tear, tear. 
They're not quick about coming out with this stuff, but some real fans of it. You know, Dinosaur on highly recommended. Gridman highly recommended. Crossover movie probably pretty damn good. So if you haven't gotten into any of those things, you could catch up now, or you know, if the movies come out, you could check those out and save some of your time. Ah, all right, said this earlier, but uh, Ichiro Mizuki, who unfortunately died a little while ago, legendary, you know, super Japanese legendary. super robot singer, was uh, I think he did work with Jam Project, like oh yeah, tons super robot spirit stuff, just so awesome. Um, he unfortunately had like he had a lot of issues. He was seventy four, so you know, he was getting on in years. Um, oh my god. Common Rider song, like just everything, so cool. Mazinger Z, I mean, just if, if you hear his voice, you know him, right? So Japan is actually going to be airing his last performance apparently, um, on January third. So apparently he did a performance here back in November, uh, the last one before he unfortunately passed of lung cancer a few weeks ago. Um, so R.I.P. Ichiro Mizuki. But uh, his last performance will be out there. That's um, cool. For you to check out sometime on or after January 3rd. All right. So moving on. So award shows are award shows. Whatever. Whatever. But but suck it, PlayStation fanboys, because Elden Ring is game of the year. <laughs> I will hear nothing about... Dad of War Ragnarok, <laughs> which those games are cool. Don't get me wrong. They're not as they're, they're not as good. They as don't have that Soft. Elden Ring. Steez. No, they do not have that Elden Ring. Seize, not even close. Um, so it took home a bunch of other awards, but I just I just had to say it because suck it, <laughs> suck it dry, suck it hard. Anyway, moving on. Although Chris Judge is awesome, so it's true. I, I, you know, I wish it was just like a. I almost want to watch it more than I want to play it, but it's <laughs> right. a little. It's like it's just a little too western. I hate bullet sponge enemies. I hate. Oh, yeah. Like there's good action systems in there. It could be more from soft, but it, it's yeah. Anyway, my own hangups. It'll sell more copies. Whatever. Although I don't know, maybe not because Elden Ring sold a lot of freaking copies. So, God, metaverse. I hate they see metaverse because I think of meta. Which this has nothing to do with that. So Gundam, we talked a while ago about Gundam doing some metaverse thing, which was just it, it's. I don't think it has anything to do with the stupid Facebook metaverse. It's just like, yeah, they're gonna do a bunch of different stuff, right? Like stuff. They're gonna do animated stuff. They're multi gonna do video games, multimedia. That's the word from back in the day, but now it's the metaverse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now there's a damn AI character you can interact with um, on their YouTube channel. I don't know how that works. It's creepy as hell. Um, they are going to actually create, like, I don't know, evil new type AIs. I, don't, I, don't I like hate interacting it. with real people. I don't really want to interact <laughs> with fake people. Right? Just saying. Even worse. Maybe that's just me. But. but anyway, it's kind of a neat thing. So if you all aren't a bunch of boomers, you want to go check this out, <laughs> go to the uh, Gundam YouTube channel, and, um, you know, you can... See what the hell's going on here. All right. Come to the last bit of news. So we don't have much cultural news today. Um, usually we have some somebody making idiotic moves or doing things related to the coof that Japan make no sense or whatever. Wacky. Yeah. So this is just actually good news. Um, February 17th, 2023, Super Nintendo World is going to open at Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, Why can't it be Florida, man? I, I'm not flying to I the know. West Coast. Damn it. I know. The Florida one is getting the same stuff or similar stuff. Oh, cool. It's just taking longer, unfortunately. I guess um, I'll have to wait. It it looks it looks pretty cool. Um, it looks really cool. Uh, it, I'm gonna- I'm going to have to borrow some of these kids to take, so I'm not that weird. Right. Going Mario Kart stuff. stuff, Pokemon, all sorts of stuff. Sounds so. fun. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No. This is not. They are doing it both, but this is actually the opening for Florida. Oh, nice. This is actually the Florida one. See, I'm more intrigued now. Yeah. 
because they have one on each coast. And I thought, I like you when they said Hollywood, I thought it was the West Coast one. It is not. It is actually in uh, Orlando. Sue, um, um, it's gonna eat Disney's lunch. Oh no, I'm sorry. Back that up. I was initially right. It is in California. This article is confusing. It is in California. The Orlando one is opening in 2025. I can wait that long. Yeah. So you have to wait a little longer. It was they it's confusing because the Orlando one was supposed to open in 2023, but it got delayed. It'll so. be a while before my mail order kids come in anyway. Um, sir. <laughs> sir, that woman is in jail now. All right. I'm sure there's another one to take her place. I just want to take him to an amusement park, man. Not nefarious at all. All right, Michael Jackson, that's enough. <laughs> it's N- enough out of you. And that's the news. <laughs> news is over. Okay, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, they're like grinding out the last three things that they need to do. They destroyed the hammer. Okay, that's good. Then they fucked up Animus. Yep. And now they got to do the thing. It was always kind of dumb. They got to fight Sammy Dare and Yuhi because she wants to, like, that whole, like, back plot where she secretly, like, yep. wants to destroy the Earth for, like, a really dumb reason. <laughs> like, they got to do that now. I so. mean, it, she's a woman, so. Yeah, that was my always my problem with that whole thing. It's just, like, that's a reason, like, a really dumb reason to want to destroy the that's Earth. That's kind of retarded. It is a little retarded. But. Overall, the show is good. That's why everybody liked the manga so much. So it's got one episode left, two episodes left? Yeah, I think one. Okay, so we're getting to it. I mean, it feels like it has one anyway. I don't remember what episode count it is, but we're in like the 22, 23 zone. Most stuff is wrapping up next week, week after, so it's going to depend. Yeah, I imagine. And then there's stuff preempted because of holidays, so it gets a little weird depending on what day it's on. Yeah, this season's always wacky. Yeah. All right, Shinobi no Itoki. Oh yeah, like they make it seem they make it seem like Itoki's pussing out cuz yep. like all the he basically is like we can't beat Kuga cuz they're fucking massive and they've already destroyed all the other villages that could help us basically. Yeah. And they've operas everywhere and they have like 8 zillion fucking robot ninjas that are going to fuck our ass. So he's like, we're just that doesn't gonna sound give, like fun. We're just gonna give them our secret ninja core that they're after, and we're gonna like make them sign a treaty that they can't attack us anymore. And everybody in the village is super pissed off because they want vengeance for killing his mother. Sure. Blah blah blah. So, and he's just like, no, fuck you. We're doing it my way. Then you know, there's like, obviously everybody's gonna like. Yeah, they're just going to, like, betray him and try to, like, go attack Koga for no reason. But anyway. It was that all, vengeance. It was all an amazing ruse so he could, like, figure out who the traitor was that's been selling them out to Koga the whole time. And he does. And now he's, like, going in solo to fucking get vengeance. M- murder himself. assassin style. I mean, that is, you are supposed to be a ninja, right? I mean, he's not actually going in solo. He's going in with, like... Yeah, his his crew. He's rolling deep with some Navy SEALs. His fake sister that's a fucking terror yeah. and, like, uncle murder. Yeah. So, it's been good. Getting it done. Okay. I'm excited for the f- dramatic conclusion. That sounds pretty good. Um, Gun and Witch for Mercury. So, this has got to be a 50-something episode show. Like, the pacing yeah, just the pacing feels like Yeah, the pacing's hyper slow, yeah. Um, Not in a bad way, but it's just, it feels like, uh, you know. It feels like it's paced for 50-something episodes. And it looks like it's about to pop off. It's about to become a Gundam show. Because so far, it's been, like, school time and duels, which is cool. I like the difference. Oh, but yeah, but now they got, like, assassins from Earth doing stuff. No, yeah, that was, like, corporate assassination, and there's... You know, mobile suits. Other Gundams. Other Gundams. And mobile suits loaded up on a, you know, hijacking a carrier to go, you know, by force, kill some people and take It feels very Gundam. It feels very Gundam. It's turning into a very Gundam plot. It's all coming together because, like, the aerial is getting fixed from, why is the pale company? One of the companies. Yeah. And there's plotting going on in the background. Like, you know, there's everybody's trying to Two of the other companies are teaming up to take down the... The pale company, the um, Miorine's father's company, right? Like, yeah, because he's the big dick around there. Yeah, and he runs the school and all around that. So, these parts. 
but Mirina is there, and then Ariel Suleta is going to be there. Ariel, like it's just stuff's going to happen, right? Like it's it's. I think it's going to become the shit's popping corporate war show is meant to be. Like you got people from Earth now, like mercenaries from Earth doing work. Like sometimes they're loaded up with Gundams too. Yeah, well, I'm assuming they got those from another company. Although maybe not. Maybe they're theirs. I don't know. I don't. They seem to be like a a well armed and well. Um, Financed, well uh, informed mercenary group. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. I don't know. I- I'm intrigued to see where this show goes. It's yeah, intrigued me from the beginning. It was getting a little too. They kept it samey just long enough. Yeah, they were. It was starting to get to the point where I'm like, they got to do something <laughs> Although, interesting. Like I said, for a school, I ain't seen no fucking classes. <laughs> yeah, not one. Like they haven't done any school activities. Maybe at all. episode one or episode two. There was one or two, but like. It's ridiculous. I don't even think there was. I think there was like a reference. There was like a test it. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, like, it's we got to do stuff. Yeah. Well, My only bitch. It, you, you could at least give me a couple establishing shots or something making me realize it is still a school and not I just I wish I could have went to school like that where you do nothing except like fuck off with Gundam parts. Pretty much. Um, and random so anyway, robots. Things are happening. Uh, the other complication was the... Um, there's another, well, either another fake Elon or a, um, the actual Elon. No, it wasn't the actual one because he was still somewhere else. Or it was the same one, but they mind wiped him. Yeah, he's up to nefarious deeds. I, I don't know what's going on because it's weird. Mirina hired him to be the other pilot, though. Yes, so that's thinking gonna, that's it was the same go, Elon because no one knows. That's gonna go poorly. Yeah. They should know this stuff's up, though. They should know. Yeah. So we should call them on the red phone and tell them it's a Gundam show. They should know. Yeah, and a war's about to break out because it's a Gundam show. And not, well, even even in G Gundam, a war breaks out. Anyway, uh, so Chainsaw Man. Oh, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> so you get the fallout from the last episode where um, everything seemed to go to shit. Yeah. Um, not completely to shit. So everybody's picking the pieces back up. Denji and Power are just so retarded. They don't really care. And they're basically immortal, so they don't really care. Yeah, so... Um. <laughs> Denji's trying to figure out why he can't be sad. Denji and Power are now left to be trained by a like the best hunter, and he's the most psycho Blade Man <laughs> maniac. Um, and he just kills him four million times. Hilarious archetype. Like I yeah. love that guy. The like super killer that's drunk all the time and just likes to stab. Yeah, it's great. Um, you got some new contracts being formed with some devils. Poor I'm trying Aki. not to say who, right? Yeah, I know. Just because it's so. Up. Yeah. You know, because they realize that the stakes are high. Or like the gun devil for some reason wants um, Denji's heart. Don't know exactly why. Is it because it's um, oh, what the hell is this stupid Pookie or Poochie? Poochie, Poochie, yeah, Pookie, Poochie, Poochie's. Uh, f- is that Poochie? What what is Poochie? Is it like the most powerful devil ever? Like, yeah, there's something going on there. They're not they're not revealing. Maybe it, it was just a baby. Um, so oh god, Denji and Powers like ridiculous plan. Like we're so smart, we're gonna do stuff. <laughs> oh, it's the best. They're so dumb. They're so dumb. They're hilariously dumb. Uh, it's a good thing they're immortal because they would have lasted like three seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, but it's just good. The show is great. I suppose they're not technically immortal. They need to drink blood to like. Yeah, if they drink blood, blood, they get better. I don't know if they just die though. Like they might just stay there forever. Yeah, I don't know. It's well, I mean, Denji was cut into pieces. <laughs> if you put him back together and give him some blood, he seems to be fine. So. <laughs> he seems to be okay. It's yeah, it, it's a crazy ass show. It's a great goddamn show. Can't say enough good things about it. Just freaking watch it. It's got that it, it does kind of the same thing Attack on Titan did back in the day where it's just so weird and such a novel. I mean, yeah. the Demon Hunter thing isn't a novel concept, but the way they're doing it is novel. It is. You know what I mean? And Denji's just a wacky character. <laughs> He's so crazy. Yeah, like, he, I'm. that's not even an... In arc- the best way. No, but it's like, it's not even really a character archetype. Like, it's just kind of an original character. Yeah, because, like-, like, usually when they do the character, the crazy character archetype, they're just kind of annoying. Like, Denji is not that at all. He's just, no. he is legit crazy. No, well, he's not even crazy. He's just hyper simple. Well, no, he's very simple, but he's also crazy. I mean, come on. You can't say he's not crazy, especially when he starts, like, chainsawing around. Like, he's fucking True. crazy. 
But just like that hyper simplicity, like I don't know. I he just don't that. give a fuck. Nah, it's good. He's like, oh, I got, I have my basic. I'm so simple. I have my basic needs met. I'm happy. I don't even care about anything else. Yeah, like three hots and a cot, and he's ready to roll. Yeah, prison style, cheap date. Oh, uh, let's see, Mob Psycho. Oh, Mob Psycho. So we're getting to the end here. I think this is the second last episode. Yeah, I believe so. Um, Mob is still trying to break out of his, his himself because his body is just kind of autopiloting itself around. And just wrecking everybody. And they're going through the greatest hits of all. Like, yeah, all the people he had to fight All before. the people he fought before. Um, it's really cool. And then you get the, um, you get his brother trying to stop him at the end. And his brother going 100% and, and having a lot of powers that Mob has, but still can't do anything about Not it. Not good enough. And Mob is fighting from the inside. Uh, and... It's a, it's very much, I said it when we were watching, it's very young. It's very, like, integrating your shadow. Like, Mob's yeah. talking to, essentially, himself, but the dark side of himself that he's kept repressed, and it's starting to take over. Yeah, it's, he, like, too powerful. He can't squash it anymore. And he's going to, because, I mean, you know the message is you can't, he wants to, like, make it go away. Like, you can't make it go away. You have to become one with it. Yeah. You have to integrate it. You have to integrate your shadow. That's how this works. So, it's a little bit on the nose there if that's where they're going because I think they are, uh, but I appreciate it. It's good. I like it a lot. Say good message. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, his name keeps popping in and out of my head, and it just popped out of my head again. And it's annoying the hell out of me. Uh, Reagan. Reagan is like oh, yeah. they show him at the end, and that's that's what's going to be the next episode. You know. I think that's what's going <laughs> to finally pull it together. Ring somehow he's got to go in like half ass it. Somehow, <laughs> somehow he's going to half ass it. And it's going to work because that's somehow his, he wins. That's his job. Like this is pretty fun. It's good stuff though. I really like where they've gone with it. I hope they just keep doing it because it's just a uh, it's such an entertaining There's show. There's plenty of stories there to tell. Plus, how else am I going to see freaking Dimple come back from space? <laughs> yeah, right. It's happening. All right, and then one more. You're a Sayatsura. So we just watched that you know, just before we started recording. Um, more wackiness, um, but more character development finally. So the first half is just no Ataru. It's just, oh God, it was so good. It was like, everybody's ridiculous. Parents have to go to parents. It day. was like mother. <laughs> it was like mother teacher conference. Cause I, didn't, I don't think I saw, any I saw fathers. Zero dads, yeah. yeah, it was like mother teacher conference. And, you know, we said last episode, there was the teaser where Lum's mom was going to show up and she shows up and fucking mendo's mob shows up and she's on this ridiculous ox car for some reason she hates like technology so she like it took her like four days and, to get there and on, it's like, ostentatious this ridiculous ostentatious ox car uh, she's on her it, like a, a carriage drawn by an ox right like this ridiculous fancy carriage drawn by an ox and then lump's mom just like lands on top of the ox car and blows it up <laughs> like, oh god and there's a there are some great jokes where love is just very bad at translating <laughs> Yeah, because like her mom does not speak any language that anyone understands. Yeah, she doesn't speak Japanese. And Mendo's mom is super pissed and like challenges us to a duel and shit, but it get like the translation's just bad every Lum time. Like, translates it super wrong, and it's just it's funny. <laughs> oh, it's great, and that just frustrates the hell out of Mendo's mom. She leaves, and she fight. Yeah, it just gives up. Uh, and then the second episode is good because the second episode you finally get some more character development for Taro because it's. It gets old. Like, it can't just be the same thing. Yeah, Taro just be a dick forever. And we said a couple, of, a couple episodes earlier, like, you know, there was a little bit of that character development. He finally realized a little bit, like, okay, Lum is not the worst. Like, all right, this is good. But then he's back to his old shit. And then this one, he's not paying any attention to her. Like, she has to go, and apparently she has to go and renew her passport. It takes, like, days. <laughs> so she goes to space to renew her passport. And, like... He he doesn't know this. No one knows this. You you know the audience doesn't even know this at that time. You find out yeah. later. Um, but he's just super sad. He's like depressed. He's he's eventually crying. He's like, "Lom, where are you?" He actually feels her absence, and then she hears him, and she comes back, and you know you get some character growth there. Finally, like yeah. he's starting to realize, like, "Oh wait, maybe I'm taking love for granted." <laughs> and he won't admit it, but you know, oh, he won't admit she it. She knows that she knows. He or, knows that she knows. Yeah, you definitely. know, one of those things. So. Yeah, ah, it's a good episode. It's where the, the show needs to d ramp that up a little bit, right? Like, it can't oh, yeah. just be the same shit for forever. As much as I want it to continue to be completely irreverent and not have a real strong story arc, this is good. I don't know if this is a condensed version of the original series or not. No, it's not. It's just straight up. It's straight. They're, oh, they're going to keep doing it, yes. Oh, okay. That's fine. I it's Studio David, so they're doing it 
like they do JoJo's, right? Like, yeah, it's, I've only seen like a smattering of the original. I haven't like watched every single. Yeah, episode, well, it's a, so. I mean, it's a readaptation of the manga, so I don't oh, know. Okay, yeah, makes yeah. sense then. Yep. So Fair it's enough. it'll be going for a while. I think, I think they're going straight through for twenty six, and then who? They'll. I mean, as long as it's popular, which it seems to be very popular, they'll just keep going. Yeah, I would imagine. Anyway, that's all the that's all the shit we watched. Um, want to talk about Dota? Why not? Let's talk about Dota. So, what are your what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that third season of Dota? So, we talked about the first four episodes a couple weeks ago, but overall, like, what were your thoughts about this season? Um, you kind of didn't really wrap up like the first two seasons. So you had to do something else. Yeah. You know so we mean? said before, like the first couple episodes of this season, or the first like episode, at least, basically were wrapped up the last season. The last season, which wrapped up the entire arc of the two seasons. Right? Yeah. So like after that arc was wrapped up, you didn't really need any more. I felt like it was just popular enough where they did more. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It wasn't bad. It was just it didn't feel necessary because this was like a very. This was mostly a waste of time. It was like some alternate universe stuff yeah. that came all the way back around to square one, you know, back to where they were at the beginning of the season. Basically, Basically yeah. there's some character differences there with um with the invoker, right? Like, yeah, he learns a lesson and then y'all don't learn your lesson. It seems like there's a how is there some teaser related to the daughter? Still being around. Yeah, I think she's actually still. Yeah, around. still being around when she maybe shouldn't be. So, oh yeah, because like at the end, I think she like yeah, she was healing her herself shit healed up yeah. with the flowers, right? So that's interesting. Um, spoilers: Davion is dead, which the Dragon Knight is a character, and then what's her name didn't come back. Oh, what is I can't the the strong the strong girl. Miriam? Uh, I can't remember her name. But name. She's been dead for a whole season pretty much, so I can't remember her name. Yeah. Like, um But she uh she's still dead, I assume, because whatever, and then the guy who ran the Dragon Knights is back. So it's it is a reset to the beginning of the season except for the Basically, yeah. Except for the Invoker's daughter. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna do more. I don't know how this plays in with the game like someone tell me please because i don't understand because like i said <laughs> half of these characters are in the game is it is the game a multiverse thing is it a different i don't know what the hell's going they on they referenced a ton of characters at the beginning that just don't they're in the game but don't appear in the series like at all yeah and the game has like a billion characters right you would um, imagine it's, one would imagine regardless i mean it's a good show overall I liked it. I wasn't mad I watched it. No, it wasn't as good as Castlevania. I don't like what they did with this season. Like, I I liked where they were going, and I liked the different universe. I kind of wish they had made it stick, right? Yeah. Because that seemed to be a theme throughout that you can't just fix everything, right? But then... But then they fixed everything. But then it kind of got... Yeah. Well, they didn't really... Well, they They did, but they did. Because Davion was still dead. Yeah, dead, and what's-her-face wasn't back, or, you know... Yeah, I don't. So they clearly couldn't fix it. But, but I kind of like the idea of was, like, well, this the whole is, thing was kind of pointless. This, you know, your reality got jumbled up by the Invoker. That's just the way it is now. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't hate it. It's just, I, I think it fumbled a little bit. I do. Uh, could it be redeemed by another season? Perhaps. Would I watch another season that came out? Absolutely, right? Oh, I'd at least check it out. And would I recommend people watch it? Sure, it's good. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't bad at all. It was just it, like. It felt tacked on. It's not as good as Castlevania was, but it's pretty good. Um, I'm a sucker for just like a nice, tight, like arc and then just quit. And you know more, I mean? you know, fantasy, animated fantasy stuff. Yeah, I just that. like the style more than anything. Yeah. Oh, let's see. But that's that's the Yeah, that's my thoughts. I don't know. Anything else you want to add? Not really. Yeah, not too much to say about it. I mean that's I suppose that's the the de- most damning part, like it, it's good. It's competent. It's got good voice acting. It's got decent writing. It's got cool character designs. Yeah, I mean they didn't change anything from the first it, one. It's yeah, basically it, all the same stuff. It's got it's good animation. Like, There's this, no woke bullshit. Like nah, the story was good. It just didn't feel like it needed to exist. Yeah, it's just yeah, not so not a glowing praise, but it's worth it. It's worth a watch if you get basically. The time. It doesn't add anything to an overarching story. No, 
Like you're basically back where you were at the end of the original arc. Pretty much. So if they did another season, you'd just be like starting from there. So that season basically doesn't exist. Yeah, you have to watch like one episode. I mean, just you're basically getting the addition of the Invoker's daughter. That's it. That's the only difference from the, you know, the beginning of the season to the end of the season. Who tells you how important she is. I don't even remember her name. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it either. See, this is the problem. This this, this is kind of like... Too many characters. Th- this this series is buttered toast. It's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. But you ain't ever going to crave it. <laughs> it's true. All right. So let me talk a bit. Let me talk a bit about All of Us Are Dead. So... This is a Korean show. Came out in 2021. Yeah, forever ago. I think we did talk about the first few episodes. Yeah. And we're like, eh, pretty damn lukewarm on it, right? Because it was, the episodes are long. They're an hour long a piece. We thought it was six episodes or eight episodes at the time. It was like, eh, I don't know. That's a lot. It's 12 freaking episodes. I could have never gotten through it. So it's a lot. Like, you, you, you got to be into it, right? So. It was just Korean kids getting eaten, basically. So like, it's nobody had a plan. Nobody had any weapons. You have to understand. <laughs> you have to understand what it is. They get plans and weapons after. So. I get it's a different take on zombies, but I'm just well. But no, you have to understand that it is a Korean high school drama with a zombie backdrop. That's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. And it's a very well done Korean, Korean high school drama, drama. <laughs> and the zombie bits are good. Um, but if that's not what you want, it is not strictly a zombie action show, right? It's just not that. It doesn't start out as that. It's never that. Yeah, exactly. Now, there is some cool shit in there. So you said no weapons. Like, I don't think you, we even got to the point when we watched it where the archery, oh, I don't think so. where the archery girl shows up. Like, there's like the, the guy and the girl from the archery team show up and they're just like, <laughs> awesome. they are just freaking shooting zombies left and right. Like, I dig it. they're pretty cool. And they pick up uh, another senior girl who just like breaks off a freaking mop handle and is just like stabbing zombies in the It's throat. one of those things if I went back and watched it now that I know what it is, I'd probably like it better. That's what it was. And I just, I just expected something different. I was kind of bored. It was the thing I was doing when I was just watching random stuff. So, it's interesting because it starts out with a very big cast, right? And it's, I'm sorry, this is, I swear this isn't racist. It's just hard to tell everybody apart. There's just too many people. It's a yeah. bunch of high school kids. They're all in like the same uniform. It's hard to tell them all apart. Like, I don't, once you get to the um, kind of final group, it's easy. It's fine because yeah, it's they differentiate like, them enough. Yeah. Like, you know, they're different kind of character types. But in the beginning, I mean, there's just too freaking many. I mean, we said this before. It's just, there's too many. It's hard. To, to sort everybody out. Um, so it does whittle down. So basic, the basic plot is a Korean ex, like he's a, he's a, uh, like a pharmacological, pharmacological doctor. He worked for a pharmaceutical company yeah. and he's a doctor and he had left there cause he got sick of it and, and was teaching at a high school and his kid was a total pussy, right? Like, Always getting beat up, wouldn't stand up for himself, total baby. So he was doing experimental treatments on him to make him more aggressive, which that's crazy to begin with, but tells you a lot about how pharmaceutical companies operate um, to make him more aggressive. And it got to the point where he he basically created the rage virus, right? He did basically the same thing that. 28 days, 28 days later, later does right like because the zombies are very similar <laughs> you gotta slap that monkey <laughs> they scream they're angry they run at you um it's not as bad with like one drop of blood will get you but it does work on similar rules where like if you get some of their blood if you get bit yeah if you get bit or if you even if you had like an open wound and you get some of their blood on your open wound yeah. you will also turn um there are some twists and i'll get into the the main cast because it, it it starts out with a lot a lot of them get eaten pretty quickly um but it does have a twist where there are, what does the kid call them, hambies, zombies, human zombies. So there are some, and it's very rare. They keep it very, very rare. I think there's only three of them in the show where they retain their humanity. Well, kind of. Like, they're still a little psycho. Yeah. And they still crave eating flesh. But they can retain, like, the ability to talk, the ability to not, like, because the zombies go cold. They don't go cold. But they can still sometimes get the power. And they can't die. Like, 
you know, like break their neck and get stabbed and all this stuff happens. They can't really die. So there's two or three of those in the show, um, or three or four in the show. So it's interesting. One of them is one of the main villains because he's a psycho. So main characters. So Chunk San is like the main kid. Um, he's he's got the most complete arc. Like the the show is kind of yeah. his show, even though he's not there in the last episode. Although he's already being shown for the next season, so we'll because they are doing another season. We'll see how that works out. Apparently, this adapted a, a manhwa manga, Korean manga, um, and the first in this season adapts the whole thing so the next season is who knows oh, yeah. so it could be one of those things where it goes really off the rails i don't know how close but we'll give it some time um there's so th- there's chunk san and then there's uh anjo is like the girl he really likes but doesn't like but his his neighbor she's also the main character she may actually be the main character because she's around the whole time but she's a little less interesting than as much stuff you got namra who's turns into one of the human zombies and she's like the class president um and then you have uh bear su uh su hyuk he's the uh he, like he used to be a troublemaker and yeah. now he's not um he, he's also like those are kind of like the four main characters um then you also have guinam is like the the bad guy so he turns into one of those human zombie things and he's just a psycho he's like the second not second in command, but he's like a goon for yeah. for one of the like the school like oh yeah gangs gangs right. <laughs> but he's just a goon, so he's always getting shit on by the one guy. But then he gets like Chunk said, like puts his eye out with his phone, like <laughs> smacks it into his eye, and then he gets eaten by zombies, but not fully eaten. And then he comes back, but not as a zombie. He's yeah. he's the first one you see who's like still coherent and walking around. Um, so then he goes on a revenge quest the whole time, like Chong said. He's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to freaking put his eye out. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, and it's it's ridiculous. He's like the t- fucking Terminator. Like, you can't get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, so that's an interesting thing that goes on throughout, because he's not in every episode menacing. So, like, it's they they use it just often enough, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and when he finally gets his, it's, it's very satisfying. Um, and then... Those are all the the school characters. There's a little bit that goes on outside the school. There's a cop. There's a whole arc with a cop that's pretty interesting. There's a stupid like, uh, you know, YouTuber that goes into <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Hyosan, which is it all takes place in Hyosan. Um, he's a freaking jackass. He gets killed eventually, of course. Um, there's the firefighter who's Anjo's father, who's trying to get back to her. Yeah, so he's I got a whole arc. Him, yeah. With like a politician and stuff, so there's there's a lot of characters and sub arcs, so they they do enough to keep it interesting with everything. Um, then there's the the military who kind of takes control, and then the commander there uh, for the martial law because they declare martial law. Military takes control. Um, he's got a weird arc. He's a weird dude. Like sometimes he's super sympathetic, and sometimes you're like, God, that guy's an asshole. And then he takes full responsibility at the end, and he's got a very interesting arc. So. They they really do understand characters and they understand character arcs very well. And yeah. They do a good job, um, and like I said, once they whittle down to the main group of kids, because there's like there's four or five more, but they're they're more side characters. Um, yeah, it's good. It's just it's interesting, and it, it again, if you treat it as what it is, yeah, as a you know Korean high school drama with a side of zombie stuff, yeah, and violence, it's a good show. Fair enough. So it's interesting. I, I like it. I, if you have the time to dedicate to it, watch it. But be forewarned, it is 12-hour-long episodes. I mean, it is 12 hours. Oh, my God, so much. It's longer than the extended Lord of the Rings all put together. It is long. Um, and watch the extended Lord of the Rings before you watch this. But <laughs> it's an interesting show. I'm curious. You know, it's going to get another season. Like I said, I don't. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't know if they can keep it that interesting for another season. Honestly, I'd love to see it be a shorter season if they're going to do that. Cause, but we'll see. You know what? Who knows? Maybe they'll surprise you. Maybe it'll be good. It's like that. Do another season of Squid Game. It's like, hey, can you really keep that interesting? No. You're going to have to do something completely different and tie it in, right? Like, that's the only way it's going to work. It's going to have to be fucking wild. Yeah. So. Yeah, you already kind of gave up what's going on. So it's like. Eh. Yeah. It's going to have to do something. So anyway, all of us are dead. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Uh, oh, it did come out. So it came out in 2022 on Netflix. So earlier this year. So I wasn't yeah, well, that far behind. It wasn't behind. that long. I thought it was actually. 2021. I guess it came out in Korean 2021. Anyway, um, 
yeah. It's it's an interesting show. Check her out. Maybe I'll go back try to watch it. Ah, like I said, if you get, you know if you don't got time, I wouldn't bother. It's it's not it's not super amazing. It's not as good as Squid Game. It is not. Mm. And it it's probably less interest. It's better made, but less interesting than Hellbound, and it's way longer. <laughs> yeah, like Hellbound's a bit of a mess, but it's fascinating. Yeah, it's Hellbound not that was long. just so weird. I was like, what is going on? Like, Especially when it's like two shows kind of in one. It's a weird show. It really, it really like is. They completely change characters. It's, yeah. Anyway. That's weird we'll shit. We'll get to that. We've talked about it before. All right, you ready? Yeah, man. Ready. You prepared? Yeah, man. You prepared for Ultraman? Shin Ultraman. It's new Shin and exciting. Shin Ultraman. So, it's your boy Hideaki Anno again. He's back. Doing more crazy so they shit. let him do all the Shin stuff, like revive everything. You know, he did Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla is a great fucking movie. Um, very much more about the um, bureaucracy in Japan than it is anything else, pretty much. We reviewed it. Look it up. Yep, it's good. And then he did, um, well, he got he signed up to do this and kind of like Shin Kamen Rider at the same time. Yeah. So he finished Evangelion finally, thank God. We all thank you for that, Ano. And it ended well, and it's great. We also thank you for that, Yutaka Izabuchi. Um, <laughs> he he then did Ultraman, right? Like like I said, he signed up to do Ultraman Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider's already got previews out. I think that's coming out here in another few months. So we'll be talking about that when it comes that out. That one I was me. probably most intrigued with. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, Ultraman I was stoked on, but they, he could, he'll I'm get a, weird with a Kamen Rider series. I'm always more of a Kamen Rider guy than an Ultraman whatever. guy, even though I love Ultraman, and I grew up more with Ultraman just because that one series that they did in uh, Australia was on yes. when I was, like, younger. All the time. Um, so anyway, what what is it? So what the hell is Shin Ultraman? So it, it is basically what would happen if you took an Ultraman series, a classic fucking late 60s, early 70s Ultraman series and compressed it into a movie. Yeah, like two hours. Like, it's wild because it's basically got like two or three different mini arcs going on. It's, it's done really well, though. It is, and it's not super long. It's and under it two hours. it doesn't really feel rushed, which I don't know if that's an indictment of Common Rider series or he just did a really good job, but like they pretty much get everything in there. They well, know. this is one movie versus trying to do a series. And yes, we will still finish Common Rider Black Sun, uh, but Ultraman. So it starts off, I, I, it hits the ground running. It doesn't waste any fucking time. It starts off with kaiju all over the place. And the CG is pretty good. It, it's not phenomenal. It's pretty good. And it's intentionally made to look a bit like guys in suits still. Yeah, which is really good. And I love the nod where, like, the first monster you see is basically Shin Godzilla with some extra shit coming out the back of his neck. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because one of the original Ultraman monsters was just Godzilla with, with some extra shit, shit coming out the back of his neck. I think he had, like, a, a frill on his neck or yeah, something. Yeah, so they did a similar thing here. I like it's a good it's a good nod. Um, so they immediately go through like a bunch of monsters. They introduce you to the uh, the SSSP. The SSSP. I want to say like Super Ninja Science Team because I keep thinking of Gotcha Man when they do it. Um, the SSSP. I thought, so, like, I thought Super Ninja Science Team was uh, Red Baron. I was there. I don't know. I thought that was Gotcha Man, but it might be Gotcha Man. There's a lot of science teams in Japan, all right? Yeah. Lots and lots of science teams. So anyway. It does start out with the team, and you got the you know your wacky cast of characters that are uh, government bureaucrats, but scientists. They're like a bunch of weeb. Well, not the Japanese; they can't be weebs, I guess. But they're a bunch of super fucking otaku ass scientists. Yeah, yeah. Um, they basically defeat all the monsters until there's one that they can't defeat, and they're just like, "Eh, fuck it, we're all ideas." Yeah, like what are we gonna do? <laughs> like here? they have no plan at all. So like they get yeah they get to the monster that they can't defeat, and then. One of them, Kaminaga, Shinji Kaminaga, goes out to save a kid. Yeah, they see that there's like in the evacuated city, there's like one random little kid still running around. He's like, no, I got to go save him. So he goes out to save him, gets killed in the process. Uh, But, but it's because a giant silver dude fucking comes down from the sky and like, you know, his the blowback from him coming down. Hits Kaminaga upside the head with a freaking rock. Yeah, and he does. And he dies. Um, he won't stay dead, but we'll get there. Um, he dies. 
big giant, you know, kaiju sized silver dude comes down, fights the monster, destroys it, has awesome beams, really cool, and then kind of disappears, right? Yeah, he just fucks back off to space. Um, yeah, he does the ridiculous flying. Like, the flying is hilarious. It looks like it does in the old show where it's just ridiculous. It doesn't look realistic at all. It's great. It looks like a guy like doing a high dive in reverse, like up instead of down. Oh, it's so and it has silly. that awesome sound effect. It's like, whoosh. It's so good. <laughs> Everything about this has that right amount of retro nostalgia cheese. Oh, God, it's so good. And I know some people hate that, but I think they did it perfect. Nah, they really did a good job. Just perfect. So anyway, the the rest of the team comes back and Kaminaga. Well, guess what? He's still alive, or is he? Dun, 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 dun. dun, dun. So, I mean, it's Ultraman. This isn't that much of a spoiler. Like, obviously, the alien that is Ultraman fused himself with Kaminaga um, to become Ultraman. half human, half Ultraman, right? Like, ha- I can't remember what the hell the name of the species is. Like, they're from the planet of light. Um, so, basically, the, the main idea is there's bioweapons, there's aliens everywhere. And they use bioweapons to attack each other. Um, so there's apparently a bunch of space wars going on and all sorts of crazy bullshit. And someone woke up all the bioweapons on Earth, which are the kaiju. And Ultraman is there to stop him because he's like the guardian of Earth because he's the from the planet of light. Um, but there's other alien interests, and you get introduced to a couple alien villains. Yeah, there's like um, a lot of... I won't get into it too much. There's a lot of alien politics going on. A lot of alien villains, and it's interesting because it goes through different villains, like versus the kaiju. Then you have alien villain number one, alien villain number two. Yeah, they jam like probably three. It's like three arcs, right? Three, or four, really? Well, probably like three or four series worth of villains in there, you know? What I or mean? a whole series worth of villains, right? I don't know. I I haven't watched the original enough to know how much they stole from, right? Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's the rest of the the movie. I mean, I don't want to just recount the whole thing. It's basically, you know, Kaminaga's struggles against the the different aliens who pull some dirty tricks. You know, it's not just fighting kaiju, so don't expect it to just be Ultraman versus kaiju. There's a lot of shenanigans that go on. It's Hano. You know it's going to be shenanigans. There's still some Ultraman fights in there, don't get me wrong. But uh, anyway, what do you think about it? Uh, It was like a perfect homage to Ultraman. They got in everything. They definitely like took the piss out of a lot of the corny stuff, and it was great. <laughs> What's her face slapping everyone in the ass all the time? Oh my god, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, so I didn't even mention her. Like his female sidekick. Yeah, so they get a the other character they get that interjects some interest into it is uh, was it Asami? Yeah, uh, it's the one she works for like the public intelligence agency, so they add her to the team. Yeah, so she's like a super spook. Yep, and she's got all the connections, but yeah, she's she's wacky and she's always like slapping her own ass, slapping people in the ass. I don't know. It's her thing. <laughs> it's it's playing slap ass. She's super like upbeat all the time. It's yeah. kind of funny. But she figures out, you know, that he's ultra bad like earlier on before everybody else does. And, you know, so there's some like interplay with her and like the aliens. And, and she's act. And, and you know, Kaminati's acting crazy. Cause it wasn't like a perfect fusion. It wasn't like, Oh, they're the same. Like, Kaminaga's body's body's actually in stasis somewhere. Yeah. But, like, they fused, but he doesn't really have his memories, so he's, like, an alien. He doesn't understand. So it's just interesting. He's, like, sitting there reading books for weeks on end, like, (laughs) trying trying to figure shit out. Trying to figure out humans. Yeah. But he fits right in because they're all a bunch of friggin' otakus. Yeah, like, you don't even notice. It's done really well. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's... Definitely as good as Shin Godzilla, but just very different vibe. In a different way. Shin Godzilla is serious as a heart attack, right? Yeah. Um, this is not serious. I love the... I, I like but how not he, too cheesy. No, but he does a really good job at like the ground level. You because know, that's what Shin Godzilla was about, just like the ground yeah. level, like fucking from, bullshit. From like, the average man's point of view, like, whoa, what the hell is this <laughs> yeah, shit? Like, what the fuck? How do we deal with this? This like, giant guy with his ridiculous, like, laser arm, and like, what is going <laughs> yeah. on here? Yeah. So that's always cool. I just like that perspective. So I don't, I have no complaints about it. It was just, it was fun. It was well executed. It was like, I wasn't bored ever. You know, it was just a good movie. No. And, you know, look, the effects were really cool, too. Yeah. Like I said, they're not like, they're intentionally a bit retro cheesy. 
Yeah. There's the CG at times is a little like eh, not the best. It's not terrible. It's one of the better ones you see out of Japan, but it's not the Definitely. best. I mean, it didn't I think the their budget wasn't even that much. It was like eight or nine million bucks. So pretty good fucking job. Pretty damn good for that, yeah. right? Um Yeah, I I there's just nothing I know people's a lot of people have a problem with this movie. I get it, because like it's not like just I think I said when we were watching it, like a lot of times when you do a movie for something like this, what you'll do is you'll pick one little arc, right? And that's what you'll do. You'll yeah. adapt that well. You do that. They did what you said earlier, which is like yeah, it's like four different like four different arcs. Whether that's a one series, I feel or four like it's series, four different series worth of villains. It very well could be right, there. and they just jammed them all together. And but each one has its time and place, and it all fits together. Like I don't think it's poorly done. I think it's a it's a loose structure. It's hard to hold a movie like that together, but I think it fits the tone. Like it's not so serious. It fits the tone. Yeah, I mean, Ultraman was never hyper serious. And the ridiculous, like, world-ending device at the end yeah, he's got to right. deal with, like, the the plank brain, like, dimension they got to deal with. And yeah. It's wacky I as I take hell. it in the vein that I take those, like, Ryder versus movies where it's just like... It's not know, quite as cheesy as that. It's not nearly yeah. as cheesy as that, but, like, it's the same, same kind thing of spirit. it's just kind of fun, yeah. It's, it's just a fun movie. It really is. It's just a fun movie. There are stakes. It's not just like nothing's going on. Like yeah, it's not f- just fluff. Like you, you know, care. You're worried at the end. Like oh, what's gonna happen? But um, I I say the only if I had one one nitpick, and this is a complete nitpick. One nitpick, and I don't. It's probably the same in the original. It would have been better. To have gotten to know Kamidaga's character before he was basically killed, taken over by the alien, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't really get a feel of what he used. You know, because he did he used to be like a he's like an intelligence agent or some kind something of like thing. that. Well, yeah. and the thing is, you don't like you get you get an idea for his character. Like he's obviously a good man. He left to save that kid, and he saved the kid. Yeah. Um, where you know, no no one else was running out there to do it, but. You almost, I'm not going to say you don't care, but you don't care <laughs> that much yeah. about his fate at the end. No. You care about the alien's fate, who's merged with him, because that's the character you've dealt with you the whole know. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end, you're just like, yeah, whatever. It, it's not bad. As long as it's, Ultraman's still Ultramaning, I don't really care. It's fine, but it's just. It ams what it ams. If I had one nit to pick, it would be that. Like if they. Spend just a little bit of time in the beginning to make you really care about his character. I think it, the ending would have had more impact. Yeah, it would have been hard to jam that in, though. I, I'm not saying you do a lot. I'm not saying you had to do a lot, but they did none. They did, like, none. Yeah, basically. So, minor, minor bit. It was literally an it doesn't hurt really. It doesn't really hurt the movie. It's more like that could have taken it to the next level. And that's me playing Monday Money quarterback. Maybe they did that and they cut it all out because it didn't work. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But my my only minor bitch, and that's not even a. This is still a highly recommend. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's very good. It's got that retro cheesiness. The music is great. I didn't even mention the music. God, the music's got that retro 60s, oh, yeah, 70s. It's like mad funky. Oh man. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was really good. I guess if you're a super common writer, Mark, and you know like every series inside and out, it maybe it was annoying. Ultraman. I mean, what did I say? Common Rider. See, already moving on to Common Rider. That'll be next. That'll be. We were talking about it too. Much. Not next as of next week, but that'll There's be the too next many honor. Anyway, if you're a super Ultraman, Mark, and you've seen every series inside and out, maybe there's shit in there that's annoying. I have no idea. But from a guy who's only watched a little bit of it, the movie was really good. So it's my anal- it's my in depth analysis. Yeah, so it's it's a great yeah it's a it's a great movie. I can't I can't really say a bad thing about it, right? Like, nah, no real nits. Again, I, that was my minor nit, but if it, you're just watching it for entertainment purposes, it's, it's highly entertaining. Pretty damn money. So, I mean, this is a, this is what I want out of a show like this, right? Or a movie, I should say. This, is, or even if they did a show, like this is exactly what I want. This is this is my bitch with Common Rider, Black Sun. I just want cheesy Common Rider bullshit, man. I don't need it to be all serious, like super serious. You can make it a little more adult, but 
I shouldn't have to wait. Listen, it's an awesome moment, but I shouldn't have to wait till like episode five for the man to properly hench in. That's all I'm saying. And they're pretty long episodes. Yeah. It's our work, man. Anyway. At any rate, we'll get to that next week. Great movie. Ano does work. Um, yeah. Can't really complain. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I mean, so. he, didn't, he didn't direct this one, but still, he wrote it. So, you know, you got to give the man credit. Good enough. Ah, plus he did storyboards and shit like that. You know what I mean? It was obviously him. I mean, it's like the same thing he did for the other movies. So, yeah. I mean, in this case, you got you had to have a Toku director do it, right? And it's it's you know this guy. It's uh, Shinji Higuchi, who's worked with Ano before on Evangelion. He did Gamera Guardian of the Universe. Like, oh yeah, that's what you needed. So he knows so. what he's doing. He knows. He worked what he's on Attack doing. on Titan at some point too. So you know. It all makes sense. But anyway, that at, was a bit of an aside. Yeah. At any rate, that's about all I got. Me too, man. Me too. Done. Wrapping it up. No more sides. Nope. We're good. All right. As usual, have a fantastic week. Don't trust the government. And we will catch you next week for a Christmas episode. Peace. And then we'll get drunk and... On Earth. Not work for a week. <laughs> Goodwill to men. <laughs> oh, yeah. NFTs are a scam, too. Yes, they Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining. <laughs>